we don't educate children. We indoctrinate Correct. them. Yeah, we indoctrinate Education yeah. teaches you to mind culture. Mm-hmm. Indoctrination teaches you how to think, how to approach it, and teaches you the narrative to apply to things. Culture is kind of that narrative, right? It's a story. It's the song. It's the solution. And when the song doesn't rhyme, it needs a new verse. Right? When it's not meeting reality, it needs a new verse. Mm-hmm. And you only get that from education, not indoctrination. That's why there's so few people that are going to survive coming forward. Right. They're not going to thrive. That's why we're doing this podcast and all the work there. We are going to attempt to thrive. Right. Welcome to Thriving the Future podcast, where we're finding positive solutions to thrive in the tough times ahead. Okay, welcome back to Thriving the Future. So, Perpin, we've been doing this for over 30 episodes now. Yay! And every week we've been consistent. It's all good. Good. Glad it's weekly because daily would kill me. Yeah, all of the all of the uh, the wannabes fell off by the wayside already, but we've outlasted them. <laughs> Most people don't make it to 30 episodes, right? They're, they're, yeah, I guess there are podcasts like that. I just, you know, don't end up listening because I know it's going to end too soon. <laughs> Especially when you listen to stuff on two times speed, right? I mean, yeah, or, you know, or you look at it and they got up to like 10 episodes and then they gave up and it was two years ago. So we've got a lot of wins and we've got a sponsor, the Homestead yes. Journal. Yeah, we're one year in yeah. on how to build indestructible homesteads. Yes. Good. Love the journal. One year anniversary. So what's the website of the journal again? Uh, thehomesteadjournal.net Okay. Basic idea is to provide multiple examples of people doing homesteads to eventually have many people sending in their information on their wins and their losses. Including losses is important Mm -hmm. because in the losses are the lessons and the lessons are what get passed on. I don't know how many YouTube videos I have watched where somebody did a project. I go replicate the project and the thing works for about two months and then falls apart. And you're like, okay. And they never come back and tell you it fell apart. Sure. Ever. Because mm-hmm. nobody wants to be looking as a failure because everybody wants to be that successful influencer. Right. Not the journal. The journal is doing pretty much crypto only. Yeah. yeah it's a paid newsletter. Um, the, the free sign up gets you the, first, the current issue. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be more content coming to those people. Here, just does it give you the back issues? If you subscribe, yeah. Okay, once you're subscribed, you get all the back issues all the way back too. Right, right? so you get a full year. At this point, you sign up for the same price that somebody signed up at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You get the full year. You it's get the stuff. You get a whole year plus right. you get the the last year. So you get two years of stuff. Yeah, you get two years of stuff. Yeah. Sign up in year three, you get three years of stuff. Right. You're just way behind on your reading. Uh huh. So what kind of articles are in the journal? So we have stuff like uh, the aquaponics article. That one's really good. Mm-hmm. We have uh, the editor, Jules, did a whole series on the ten, Smith's 10 Laws of Homesteading. Right. Um, which are focused on the things that you have to do to start adopting that homestead mindset so that you can build the indestructible homestead. Sure. If you're building with the wrong homestead you, mindset, you don't build an indestructible homestead. Right. And Cynthia did the uh, permaculture landscape design, She's right? Got that, that, yeah, that's going on in there. We've got... Uh, and that was really detailed. I was really impressed by that. I mean, down to the point where 
yeah, diagrams and everything else. Um, then we have uh, Ashley doing the health side of stuff where she's covering different herbs and mm -hmm. your different infusion times for the different types of herbs and how to know that and temperatures and she's going to cover it all. Good. It's all in there. Yeah, the level of detail in the articles is really impressive. So the journal comes out once a month. Yeah. You've, you've uh, written articles about tech. You've written articles about the application of some of the things we're going to be talking about tonight, right? Yeah, we're talking capital culture tonight. And we've talked about culture and fellowship versus community and some sure. of that in the midst of the digital versus physical space only all mm -hmm. there in that while teaching somebody to people basics about computers and how to do some things like set up IPFS. Right. Great. So the so the journal is at thehomesteadjournal.net. Last week we talked about social capital. Social capital is pretty easy to understand. Financial capital, of course, everybody understands. This week they we're going to Well, they think they do, right? So Okay. Out of all the capitals. Of all the capitals, they've at least heard of that one. Right. Now, culture cap cultural capital is interesting. You said something at the beginning here when we were going through the, through the sponsorship is that by sharing your failures, you are propagating that or extending and showing it's okay to fail, right? So that's actually part of building a culture. But the part about showing the failures... Uh-huh. Is so that people don't make the same mistake. Correct. And that's definitely a part of culture. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I've seen when I share my failures is the, like, um, our, our friend at, at church, right? Um, they're starting Homestead. I gave them a heads up of what I've been doing, and they were still, they were really, really surprised that seven years later I'm still failing. That I have, oh. I give them my spreadsheet of all of the things that I planted last year so that they could, as an example, so they can, right. uh, you know, log the stuff they're planting and things and harvesting. And you can see in my spreadsheet that it says like, okay, this failed. Oh, oh, what that failed. And probably 20 to 30% of the stuff failed because yeah. I either planted it too early oh. or something went wrong. And I think every single one of my Apple graphs last year failed because a big wind came through and jostled them enough where they got, they broke the connection. And I've I had tried dogs new... dig up my tree and I didn't find it until True. a few yeah. days later. Right. And you're like, if I would have found it immediately, I might've been able to save it, but no, no, it's mm -hmm. dehydrated and barely together and is dying. Right. And right. A lot of people tell me, I don't have a green thumb like you. And I said, you just haven't killed enough plants yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? I have learned to get over killing plants. Mm -hmm. Plants die. They die quickly. They die all the time. Seed doesn't come up. Right. All that. Right? I try and I try and I try. And when one little thing works, I take that and I repeat it. Mm -hmm. And when that gets kind of messed up, I continue again, right? That's how you get the right. confidence. That's what culture is about. Mm -hmm. Culture is about saving all of those. These are the hurdles you will face in life. These are the problems you're going to face in life. And culture provides the answers and the context on how to solve them or navigate them. Because you've propagated that from, from okay. person to person uh, or uh, generation uh, to generation? Right. Okay. In the stories, so songs, and rituals, right? Okay. So we're, we're going to take a step back, Let's right? Let's take a step back. Because the currency of culture is the songs, the story, and the ritual. Hmm. 
But to to explain this, we'll, 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 we'll look at Italy, right? We look at Italy, everybody thinks of wine and pasta mm-hmm. and spaghetti ma- mimi spaghetti balls. balls, right? That That is what they think of culturally, along with some sure. other things mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the mafia and romance <laughs> and mafia. the Roman Empire, right? <laughs> those, those are all things <laughs> thought of culture, right? <laughs> But all of those, <laughs> I'm sorry, The Godfather was a big movie no, when I was I little. No, I understand, you know? I uh, understand. I just didn't see that coming. <laughs> those are all answers to a problem. Right. And those answers are the real culture, right? Wheat grows well. Mm-hmm. Tomatoes grow well. They came mm-hmm. from the New World. They grow well. We have meat and bread which mixed together makes us a meatball, which extends the meat for the week, right? Right. Um, all of those things are how do we take what grows here naturally and seasonally and make food? Right. And these recipes are the best thing we can do with food. Mm-hmm. The mafia is how we deal with organizing ourselves in a parallel economy to government. Sure. How do we handle conflicts and separate who's allowed to do what to whom, where, and how, right? That That's a solution they came up with, right? Mm-hmm. We'll let everybody else decide whether that's a good or bad solution. (laughs) Those things. It it happens in, like, Mexico, right? You go to Mexico, what grows well? Corn, um, pork. um, Avocados. Avocados. You have those things, right? So you have the, the Mexican food, right, where you've got the corn tortillas, right? Sure. Because corn doesn't make a puffy raised bread well, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can kind of get there with cornbread, but it's kind of, you know, cake versus bread. Ver- it's a mixed up place, right? It's not just corn. Right. I lost my train of thought. So, so, so those are the answers on how do we take what grows well here and survive, right? Mm-hmm. America has all of these different cultures inside of it. Sure. And American culture is has been up until now... One of how do we integrate all these and get along and live together. Melting pot, right. Right, that's that melting pot. We're taking all this stuff and we're trying to fuse it together. Mm-hmm. We've reached a place where that's kind of probably breaking down. You could say that. We've divided over other things, right? We've di- we, the, Those cultures rubbing against each other is not the problem anymore, right? The... Things people are taking away from those or what people want has changed or something. And so now it's starting to pull apart. Mm-hmm. But cultural capital, that, that is stored, right? In grandma's recipes. That is stored in the songs, the mythology, the stories of Johnny Appleseed, George Washington chopping down the cherry tree, Abraham Lincoln, you know, growing up in a log cabin all the way to president, right? These stories hold that culture. Anybody can become president, right? The immigrants coming here and getting positions in politics, controlling and running political machines, or getting elected to office, right? Those are all cultural stories of American culture. Sure. One of transience and not being in place, adapting and overcoming everything, right? Mm -hmm. Those are those mental things. Buy it now, use it, throw it away. It's become the culture. Okay. Right. So is a culture practices or is it being or is it all of the above? It is all the above. 
but it's also kind of a little bit above those because the the purpose of culture, right? It right. answers how do I how do I thrive, mm-hmm. not just survive, in the current contextual reality. Okay. In a northern climate, right? You have, you don't have a growing year all the way around, all year round. Sure. Closer to the equator, you get more and more growing time. Mm-hmm. What grows changes. That changes your food. America has solved that by transporting their food all the way from China. Mm-hmm. We right. export grains and stuff, and we bring back manufactured foods. We send over raw materials or engineered designs and get back products. Right. Yeah, and before COVID, the number one export in the U.S. was corrugated box scrap. After soil, but yeah. Well, yeah, soil. <laughs> We're wasteful. Erosion. We, we, we throw everything away, including generational wealth stored in our soil. Hmm. Cultural okay. is that bank of wisdom on how you navigate life and a way to thrive. Right. Cultural capital is a working understanding of that. Those things. Knowing those stories. Knowing those songs. Knowing the rituals. Hi, how are you? You know. Right. Thank you. Please. Thank you. All that. Right. Those are rituals that make us work together smoothly. Right. Mm -hmm. Knowing not to point out cultural differences when it causes a big fight between two people you're standing in front of, right? Right. It's just like you're welcome. And right. you know, the response to the response to thank you, right? Mm-hmm. Is you're welcome, meaning we're we're even. De nada right. in in uh Spanish. Right. Th- th- those rituals We're zero. We're okay. Right. Mm-hmm. It was nothing. Right. You don't know me. That was not big enough for you to pay me back, right? The reciprocalness is encoded in that ritual. Sure. That reciprocity that is encoded in that ritual tells us how to get along. Mm -hmm. The ritual codifies it so that we can teach it to children, Mm -hmm. so we can teach it to each other, and so we don't forget that it matters. But we can have a a situation where reality is made up of... All the decisions that everybody's made in their life and all those consequences coming into the fore. Okay. Right? That's that's current, present reality. Mm-hmm. Culture is supposed to tell you how to navigate that. Hmm. Technology, industrialization, and all that has moved out faster than culture has kept up with. True. And culture doesn't answer the, answer the problem anymore. Mm-hmm. The question facing somebody coming out of high school is how do I get good employment so that I can raise a family and own a house, right? The answer has been go to college, get a degree, go work as a doctor, lawyer, or other high-paid person, right? Or get your degree and your employment is secure. Right. Everybody has a degree now, and a degree doesn't mean anything. That doesn't answer the question anymore. It doesn't apply. So the cultural wisdom is becoming unhelpful, right? The mm-hmm. store, there's still a lot of stored wealth there. Who will succeed are those that can go back and mine the culture that is there, mm-hmm. make it and reapply it to the current context, create stories 
rituals and songs and activities based on that new knowledge and pass it on to the next three or four generations. Sure. And we have And if you can figure out how to codify that process into the mythology and pass that down to a few, then we really succeed. Right, because we've got a disconnect right now with the children, both from the social distancing and in general the we, way we have a disconnect taught. before that. I understand, but now it's worse. So right. you know, where those stories, those those rituals and those songs aren't passed on there or they see or they see that uh their parents and the generation before them are they progressed higher than that right that's the progressive okay the 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 the, the, there there are two ideas in conflict there's a lot of ideas in conflict yeah okay okay let's take the simpler ones right social distancing started farther back true before it was official right it started back when kids were told, go to college, get a good job. I know you want to farm, but go get a good job. Mm-hmm. Save up your money, come back and do this in retirement. Hmm. That is why you are seeing a bunch of people go out to be homesteaders right now. Mm-hmm. That's what their parents always wanted to do, or that's what their grandparents wanted to do, or that's what they thought they were going to do, but never did. Right. And these people go, well, I'm going to go do it because that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to be on a farm. So people are trying to make that happen. They're trying to be that homestead. Right. But the culture is broken because it wasn't passed grandparent to parent to grandchild. Grandchildren are figuring it out on their own from Mm -hmm. each other, from YouTube, from the Internet. Mm -hmm. But part of that separation, that social distancing that happened within the family had ramifications for the way society worked and caused social distancing, which caused social distancing to be okay in the latest round of things because they were already distanced and it only just reinforced what we already knew was true. It was comfortable for people because they finally were admitting, yes, this is how it is. Hmm. But in that, we broke the telling of stories. Right. As technology progressed, as things came along... Disney tells us the stories. Correct. Not grandma. Yeah. Not mom and dad. Yeah. They don't read us a bedtime story. We watch a sure. movie together. Mm-hmm. When you watch a movie, we used to watch a movie like when I was a kid, and there was a discussion of the movie. During or we, after? Depended. Right? You know, once VCRs came in, sometimes during, right? You pause it. So grandma can go to the bathroom, right? Yeah. There's a discussion. Yeah, my wife's family, they always talked all the way through a movie. Right. You and through a TV show, right. which I found completely, I just couldn't fathom. Right. Because I wanted to be immersed. You wanted to fully absorb that world, but, but take the, that model in, yeah. and work with it later. Well, yeah, because part of that was escapism. You know, they had it as a culture where they would discuss the movie while it was going on. And most of the time they would mock it. And yeah, but that, that, that's... It's sort of culture and it's sort of not, right? Yeah. That was the routine that they did. Mm-hmm. When everybody's family does that, then it's culture. Okay. But because we are now at the point where the movie ends and the next one begins automatically because YouTube autoplay, Netflix autoplay, or the kid won't sit there, right? Mm-hmm. But when we watched a movie 
some of us growing up, we went to the theater, we saw the movie, and you didn't see it again. And when your friend asked you about the movie, they weren't going to be able to go home and watch it on Netflix. You weren't going to be able to pull up YouTube and show them a couple clips on your phone. They hadn't seen the trailer. They hadn't seen it yet, right? So you had to retell the story. Interesting, yes. That's and then it was, I went and saw it too. Well, you tell me what you remember, right? Oh. And you tell me what you remember. And, you, and that was storytelling. Right. But now, that doesn't happen. We just play the next one, the next one, the next one, the next one, the next one. The closest you get to that is people singing songs. Uh-huh. For like Frozen. Right. But with Disney in charge of the thing, we have lost control of the culture. Mm-hmm. It isn't Grandpa saying, you need to learn about the ant, the grasshopper. Go watch the Ants movie. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the, and it gets lost because you can't... Cause you're engaging part, well, a different part of your brain you're, also. You're, you're engaging a different part of your brain, but you know that story is important because Grandpa told you. Mm. But then Grandpa isn't going to explain it right away. Mm-hmm. He's going to say, what do you think it means? Hmm. Right? He's going to make you engage with the elements of the story, make you think it through. And tell it back to some extent to him. Right. right, and you're telling it back, right? Uh-huh. But as you tell it to other people, it starts to make more and more sense to you. But as Grandpa quizzes you on the meaning of that, sure, he also gives you applications of it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's why we have a root cellar. Yeah. That yeah, that's why we worked so hard when it was a hundred degrees. Right. It was terrible, wasn't it? Yes, picking tomatoes in a hundred degrees was not fun needed to be done but now that's been into a mockery the, where you walk to school uphill five miles both ways in the heavy snow right that's the the joke dismiss the cultural relevance of the story uh-huh what's the point of that the point of it is life could be harder for you yes and you need to realize it yes you need to embrace it uh-huh and you need to learn to suffer and suffering is normal and it doesn't hurt as much as you think it's going Correct. to. You can get through it. You can live. Wow. Yeah. Right. If we had that message today, <laughs> it would we change can't. a lot of stuff. We can't. Well, right. There is nothing for them to connect to and nothing to apply to. Uh-huh. That is why we need to be rebuilding cultural capital. The situation we are in is from a lack of having spent there. We have a debt of cultural capital, right? We have debt more than we have benefit. Mm -hmm. And those of us with a little bit of that cultural capital need to mine that for the interest out of it and teach people how to apply it again. So how can we do that? What are some of the steps? One, we have to turn off the automatic feed of input, Mm -hmm. slow down, Mm -hmm. and learn to tell stories. Leave space. You gotta leave space, right? To think of stories and all that, right? Hmm. But you have to go tell stories, but you're gonna have to tell really, really, really engaging stories. Sure. You're going to have to force discussions about what does Frozen really about? Mm-hmm. What does Frozen really mean? Right. Is there any real significance to water having memory? What is it? How does that apply to your life? How does that apply to spiritual capital? Is this mm-hmm. good spiritual capital or bad spiritual capital? Does it take you to a good place or a bad place? Mm-hmm. Those are all questions that are not getting answered by anybody. Well, they're not getting asked either, so. Yeah, you have to be around weird people like me, right? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's great. Okay. But culture is not created. It emerges. Uh-huh. It emerges out of people solving that problem and the commonality of them solving that problem, telling the story about how they solved that problem. 
cars used to break down a lot more when we were sure. younger. I mean, there's a reason there's a reason you'd still carry duct tape in your car, right? Right. At least once in your childhood, somebody wrapped duct tape around a radiator hose uh-huh. to stop the leak long enough to get to the parts store and get back home, right? Correct. Rarely happens anymore. We have better mm-hmm. cars. We have higher tolerances. We have better quality assurance. We have all that, right? But it's still there. Mm-hmm. But Grandpa telling you about how that happened to him over and over and over or on his first date with Grandma or whatever, right? That was cultural capital that we dismissed. Right. You can't do it alone as a person. It takes a community of those, right? When Grandpa tells you that, and Dad tells you that, and Uncle Bob tells you that, and you're over at your friend Jimmy's house, and his Grandpa's telling the same story, that's cultural. Because that is the cultural solution to that, is you have a roll of duct tape in the trunk, and you come out, and you run that around there, and you go on, right? Yeah, what's really interesting is when you tell a kid a story and they've heard for the first time something about when their parents were young. Yeah, because it shatters their world. Yeah, the kid's worldview is that my parents have always been parents. They were never kids. Yeah, the present, it has always been this way and it will never be any other (laughs) way. (laughs) Yeah, there is no history. There's only the glorious present where where the party exists, right? Yeah to court or or well yeah think about what that means well it specifically says all historical references are taken away all art all even street names everything why because it takes away that reference that culture those stories What, what does that do to the person it makes them malleable why because they have no history they have no commonality except what the except what the they have to remain in that childlike state of the present is the only true. Oh. My parents were never kids. Oh. It, for, it puts you in a position where you cannot put aside childish things. Mm. Yeah. We've always and become aware. an adult and take right. responsibility for your life. Therefore, your only choice is to hand responsibility to the person who wants oh, to control and manipulate gosh. you. Yeah. We've always been at war with Eurasia, right? We've always been at war with Ukraine. We've always been at war with Russia. <laughs> we, have. we have always social distanced. Yeah. Crazy. It's always been a pandemic. Yeah. These things were going back to the great before. You can't go back to the great before. What is the great before? Wow. Right? Why? People are accepting handing over the responsibility for their life to other people and adopting a childlike mind in the exact wrong way to do it. Mm-hmm. Wow. What are some other ways we can build cultural capital? We're going to have to share the wins and the losses like we talked about earlier because that's where it comes from. When 10 of us have the same story mm-hmm. and a kid hears it, it becomes, starts becoming legend. Mm. Legend builds to myth. Myth becomes a story. It gets used in other stories they tell, right? It becomes a movie. Mm-hmm. It becomes an element in a movie. It becomes an element in a book. Right. Those over and over and over, multiply to multiply to multiply, build culture. Mm-hmm. The question is, what is reality now? We can't agree on what reality is now, mm-hmm. so we can't solve culture right now. Hmm. We have to agree how to define the problem. What is the problem? Where it is we are going? 
where are we? Right. Culture is the map that lets you find those, right? Uh-huh. It's that bank of wisdom you go to. And right now, all that's left is basic problem solving and that these things are how you pass it on. And every one of us needs to be mining that for those things and how to pull them into our present, discover what reality is, because it's encoded back there. Sure. There are people that talked about it. Most people are ignoring it. Right. Everyone's focusing on the solution, not defining the problem. Mm-hmm. Right. So if we're going to use capital, cultural capital, we need to be examining stories, songs, rituals, not from an application standpoint, but why? We have to answer Chesterton's oh. oh, yeah. yeah. Before you remove something, you need to know why it was there. So explain Chesterton's fence a little bit more. You mentioned this in a previous so, episode, and uh, I didn't catch all of the context of it. The basic premise of it is that before you remove the fence, mm-hmm. you need to know why it's there. Mm. So let's say there's a fence between me and me, mm-hmm. and we go. Well, it's kind of hard for me to hand you tomatoes over the fence mm-hmm. to get the eggs back. Sure. Let's take down the fence. Why is a fence there? To keep your cow from eating my roses. Yeah. But we took down the fence without asking why. Because the fence has always been there. Right. So when you don't know why something is there, you don't just go removing it. You ask why. There's other things, right? Maybe our fence is only four foot tall because what we're keeping out is geese. Hmm. For keeping out a cow, it's got to be taller, right? Right. All these things. We don't just go changing what is there until we have some idea of why and when somebody comes and asks you well why was it there in the first place and you've got no answer and you say but this is better you can't really answer that this is better until you know why it was there what was it doing why was it doing it why was it doing it in that way this is something that's starting to happen in technology where people come in and go well we'll just add this feature Mm -hmm. or we'll add this thing right but it changes basic code, right? Mm-hmm. And this code back here, this long history of code, is going to get changed. Sure. And when you change that, you reintroduce all the bugs that were fixed in between. Mm-hmm. You you end up in this call. Mm-hmm. That was that. That's what it's about. Well, that's what we've done. Right. We've taken culture and say it doesn't apply yeah. because reality in it are not. It's not answering the hurdles and problems of reality right now. Right. And since it's not doing that. It's not working. Mm-hmm. But we keep going, well, we'll just change culture. We'll make it a transhumanist culture. We'll make it a utopian culture. We'll all become homesteaders. We'll all go become agorists. We'll all become libertarians. We'll, we'll take over this party. We'll take over that party. We'll go fight on Twitter. We'll go, right? But that doesn't work. And we'll go, well, this was the solution from World War One. This was the solution from World War Two. Well, guess what? That's the past. It doesn't meet the current context. Correct. We have we we have consequences from World War One and World War Two that we are dealing with now. We need to know what happened there so that we can see those consequences. Right. So that we don't replicate those. Mm-hmm. We're, we're trying to remove Chesterton's fence by going. This is in the past. It'll work now. Yeah, and history is taught in school, not with the why, unless it you know it's taught dates, it's taught facts. The only time it's taught why is when an agenda is behind it 
and it's usually the the we don't educate children we indoctrinate correct. them yeah we indoctrinate education them. teaches you to mind culture mm-hmm. indoctrination teaches you how to think how to approach it and teaches you the narrative to apply to things culture is kind of that narrative right it's a story it's the song it's the solution and when the song doesn't rhyme it needs a new verse Right? When it's not meeting reality, it needs a new verse. Mm-hmm. And you only get that from education, not indoctrination. That's why there's so few people that are going to survive coming forward. Right. They're not going to thrive. That's why we're doing this podcast and all the work there. We are going to attempt to thrive. Right. And that's why even down to the point where replacing our books with electronic books, either on the Internet or by on Amazon, you know, on the Kindle, which is DRM, they can you're not you don't truly own it it can disappear and then it reinforces the the okay. present you, you, your problem is not that it's digital your problem is where you got your book sure your problem is that you didn't copy and paste the text out of there into a plain text document these are mm-hmm. whole different things right okay okay it's not that the digital book is bad oh yeah true okay I can carry all the en- books in the world on right. a thumb drive at this point, right? True, but you engage with a book differently when it's physical rather than when it's electronic. That is true. So maybe some of them do need to be physical. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you need to print some out. Right. Or There's a lot of ways to handle that. This is a cultural problem we do not have the correct answer to yet. Mm-hmm. We don't have culture that tells us how to navigate this hurdle of life. How do we preserve the information to hand on? What format should it be in? You're going to keep physical books. I'm going to keep digital books. 10, 20 other people are going to do different things and do different mixes. Oh, I got both, yeah. No, so, no, right. In 100 years from now, we will know how to navigate that in this context because one thing will emerge as the solution. You can't design this. You have to acknowledge you're going to have losses. Explain why you lost. Mm-hmm. and start again over and over and over you can't design it you can't pull culture out you can't build it or create it it has to emerge from people beating their head against the wall hmm. okay which is really the big problem with us not having culture that answers the problem because now we have to go beat our head against the wall mm-hmm So what are we other have ways? Clues. What other ways we can build the culture? I just can't. We have to watch for what's emerging, right? What is succeeding? We have to start telling each other stories about what's succeeding and what's failing. Mm. Okay. Right. That is the closest we can get to building is to start encoding that information in the rituals and the songs and the mm-hmm, stories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have to become the creators of those. Some of us are not good at it. Some of us are really good at it. Some of us are too much of a realist and can't deal with fiction. <laughs> but it gets encoded in fiction because you can ex- you can encode really deep wisdom for kids in fiction. Sure. But we for that to work, we're going to have to teach kids how to access real wisdom and not an ice cream cone. A lot of Disney's content is an ice cream cone. Mm-hmm. It's hollow. Sure. Especially when you get to like TV level stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Dora the Explorer can teach you a few words or to count, 
can entertain you, give you a great big dopamine hit like an ice cream cone, but experiential wisdom taken out of that, not really. Correct. There's some. The biggest one you can take away is, I could have spent my time better. <laughs> or I could have taught my child what real information was so that an ice cream cone doesn't tempt them anymore. Interesting. Okay. We have to reprioritize telling good stories. We have to stop and take the time to tell the good stories rather than plopping kids down in front of a movie and do it. And people are doing that all over, right? They are homeschooling. They are reading their kids' books again. Mm-hmm. They, all those things are happening because they looked at history and said, well, this is what you do to make people that function well. So that, that that's a clue, right? Mm-hmm. We all have to focus and take that time to do that. So how do you trade this currency, and then how do you like turn it into, convert it into something else? Well, you convert it into thriving. Right. You trade in it by having the knowledge of those stories, rituals, and songs, and when to apply them. Knowing, being, being able to know what story as grandpa you should tell. You can tell the grass and the ant, the ant and the grasshopper story, right? Mm-hmm. But you can tell the ant and the grasshopper story when you should be telling the story about the scorpion and the turtle going across the river, right? Right. You have to know which thing applies to the current situation. Hmm. Okay. And that's how you trade it. You tell the right story at the right time in the right way to the right people when they can hear it. Right. And sometimes you tell them when they can't hear it. Like teenagers, I mean, you know, you go back and relive some of those conversations that you had with people when you were a teenager, and you go, "I should have listened." Mm-hmm. And all the while, the adults are going, "That kid won't hear a single thing. That kid can't hear anything." Well, they didn't hear it because we remember the conversation later and go, "I should have listened." Hmm. So sometimes you have to tell people that won't listen the right story at the right time. Right. What about activities as culture? So we've we've said that we're give, give building, me an example. we're building culture through workshops, we're building culture through cider pressing festivals, um, right? You know, as our small group, right? But those those are rituals. Okay. They're information exchange. Mm-hmm. They are that finding the story of what works. Mm-hmm. How many different chicken coop designs do we have going right now? I have something different than you do. Um, our friends just down the road here have got what, three different designs now. Right. Um, our friends over east, you know, he's got two different designs. Right. We got, um, you know, we're, getting, we're pulling that information from a lot of places, right? All of those things tell us one thing, right? You know, mm-hmm. like linoleum in the floor to try and keep the wood lasting longer. Linoleum lasted a year, so maybe we need... Yeah. Something else, or maybe we need um, a walk-in coop is better than another one, right? Mind the door is too narrow, so getting the shovel full of stuff through when you're cleaning it out becomes a pain. Or the walls are not far enough apart so that you can turn the shovel in there after you're shoveling, right? You just bump into this, and you bump into that, and you spill the shovel, and it makes it worse, right? Correct. At a workshop, we share that information. This mm-hmm. doesn't work. This doesn't work. This doesn't work. This does. This does. This does. Good. 
that goes into each of our next coop designs, right? Mm-hmm. Those stories told to each other. The workshop is the place to tell the stories. The workshop is the beginning of the ritual of doing it. Mm-hmm. It is the connecting with other people and saying, I don't have the answer. Right. And I have to work with other people to find these answers. Mm-hmm. And that's the way in which it's building culture. It's more facilitating the ability of culture to emerge from the situation. I like that. Thank you for listening to the Thriving the Future podcast. Check us out on the web on thrivingthefuture.com. Also, come and join our conversation on Twitter at thrivingthefute. And on our Telegram group, there's a link on the website. This podcast was produced by Scott the Freedom Farmer at freedomfarmer.net. Copyright 2022, thrivingthefuture.com. Join us at the Homestead Journal in living out the classic homesteading ethos on the path towards a simple life that speaks to the heart of humanity. We're an online community embodying and helping our members develop an indestructible homesteading mindset. Become someone who adds walk to the talk and applies proven old world protocols in a modern context. Find us at thehomesteadjournal.net and follow us at thj.net on Twitter. Are you a freedom farmer? Check out freedomfarmer.net, where I focus on skills over stuff and designing an intentional life. That's freedomfarmer.net.